On today's Untidy Methodist, what do you know? Let's dig in. Today's passage comes from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 through 17. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. John Wesley was a man of one book. He once wrote, Oh, give me that book. At any price, give me the book of God. I have it. Here is knowledge enough for me. And then he used a Latin phrase, and please forgive my pronunciation. He said, Let me be homo unius libri, a man of one book. Now, Wesley actually was a man who owned hundreds, if not thousands, of books, but that wasn't the point. If, if Wesley could have only one book to guide his life, this amazing book, the Bible, was it. I don't think anyone listening to this podcast would argue about how important the Bible is, but I do believe we could have some very interesting debates on what particular verses or passages of the Bible actually mean. It's part of the reason there are so many varieties of churches and Unfortunately, it's also part of the reason for a significant debate that threatens to tear apart the United Methodist Church. Just what does the Bible say, and and how can we interpret what we find in this holy book? You may have heard of the Wesleyan Quadrilateral. It, It summarizes how Wesley viewed studying and interpreting the Bible. What's most interesting is that John Wesley himself never called it that. The term itself didn't even come into being until the mid-20th century. But it still effectively summarizes John Wesley's approach to studying the Bible. Now, it's called a quadrilateral and not a square or rectangle because the four parts are not considered fully equal. Scripture takes the lead. It's the first authority. But in interpreting Scripture, we also see the roles for tradition, reason, and experience. Tradition means the knowledge that has been passed down to us through the ages, throughout the history of Christianity. Reason allows us to see the essential truths of Scripture, as that reason is assisted by the Holy Spirit. These first three points, Scripture, Tradition, and Reason, had been taught to Wesley through his upbringing in the Church of England. Wesley added the last part of this quadrilateral, this personal experience. Experience is what makes everything at home, and it's a crucial part of understanding God's Word for us, that personal experience. I think that's a great framework for studying the Bible. You can have a lot, and I mean a lot, of arguments about particular parts of Scripture, but studying and learning is always a good thing. Here's where that can sometimes break down, though. There are a lot of ways this breakdown can happen, but I want to bring two big ways this can happen, one called proof texting and the other simply misquoting the Bible. Proof texting is where someone just grabs a short quote, maybe even a single verse, and takes it completely out of context to make a point about something entirely different. The best defense against that is simply studying the Bible in more depth to know where that quote came from and what it was meant to say. But as to misquoting, yes, it happens all the time, and you and I may even be guilty of it at times. Here's what I mean. Sometimes it's harmless, like talking about the whale that swallowed Jonah. Actually, it was a great fish. Or the three wise men. There was 
no count on that number, just wise men from the East. Or there's cleanliness is next to godliness, which isn't in the Bible, but was written by John Wesley in one of his sermons. Others are just misunderstandings like money is the root of all evil when actually it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. But we sometimes quote and even act on things that could only be found in the book of exaggerations, like God helps those who help themselves, which it's nowhere in the Bible and is used at times to explain why we chose not to help someone in need. Or we hear, hate the sin, love the sinner, which is used all too often to exclude people for their perceived faults rather than to welcome everyone no matter what. And that's a phrase that's also not in the Bible. The point here comes from another phrase that's also not in the Bible. A little knowledge is a dangerous thing. I don't consider myself an expert in Scripture. I'm, I'm a lay speaker and not a pastor who's gone through seminary. That's why I continue to read, to study, and to learn. And as I do, I try to remember that most important message of all, that God loves us, everyone. A little knowledge may be dangerous, but a lifetime of learning can help us all grow closer to God. Will you pray with me? Loving God, we thank you for your word that guides us and provides direction for our walk of faith. Help us to learn more about your word every day and help us to understand more and more of your will for our lives. Help us most of all to share with each other and with the world the good news of your Son, for it is in his name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Untidy Methodist. You can find us on Facebook, on SoundCloud, and on iTunes. Please like and subscribe and tell a friend. Your comments, your suggestions, and most of all your prayers are most appreciated.